Hello and welcome to the Keen on Things podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Keen, not anybody else. Why would anybody else pretend to be hosting this or doing this? Best 30 minutes of sleep in show business. It's not even close, man. I mean, I don't even know who's in the running. But I am... Uh, I'm taking everyone else down. All the other competitors. There's no one else puts you asleep like I do and keeps you asleep. For as long as I do. Um, and I don't know, frankly, why you think or would want there to be anybody else to hold this title um i mean we're lucky to get to 20 we're lucky to get to 20 today i should bring the ads back just for this episode because my goodness gracious it is not happening um it's tough my mom's in town my mom's been in town for a month it'll be a month today which it is um end of august and we're in the early evening um of august 31st and uh, she's been here a month and i'm trying to get her to stay another month september but uh her friend's coming this weekend and i think gonna stay a few days and then i think they're heading out next weekend the first um so it'll be like september 8th or 10th or something but i wish I, she could stay three more weeks and wait off uh the heat from arizona i don't want her in that heat ever the summer heat because it's uh i'd say june july august september are the big four months that are really bad there um, October, the evenings get cool again, but September, it's still hot, uh, at night and, uh, June, it's probably, um, I don't know. It's probably pretty bad at night too. By that time, anyway, fascinating weather reports. Oh, I, I wrote a nice weather joke, how America's way of dealing with, uh, climate change is just to, uh, put on beautiful weather beautiful weather people reporting the news because then you know, we don't as americans we don't question we're like oh look at how hot they are this is worth we're putting on weather people men and women usually women for me uh that are so beautiful so hot that it's like you don't even mind you really don't i mean because you're not even looking at that point you're like god how look look at her waist look at her she's so beautiful whether it's natural or not we're just uh fascinated with it and what i'm doing now is biding time um, before i get into the prepared material so that i can make it to 30 even though it's not happening barely making it to 20 um so that's a good joke that's a really good joke about our uh our remedy for climate change is just to have the person delivering us the terrible news or or the lies it's not news uh just be so beautiful we don't worry about it or we're not even paying attention wasn't there a guy Dallas Rains or something like that? Dallas Rains. The name is Dallas, and there's the word rain in his name, and he's a weatherman. And I think he was doing L.A. News, and I think he was in a Bob Oshak joke, one of the great, greatest comics ever, Bob Oshak. Um, speaking of great comics, I worked this past weekend Irvine Improv with Chad Daniels. My mom actually did come to a show. Oh, she came to the Friday early. That's a good one if you have... Uh, family that you're trying to protect from what you do for a living and you're a comic uh bring them to early show friday early show saturday not too gritty can still get uh everybody can still get along and uh whatever um so i worked with him quite frankly chad daniels is one of the best in the country in the world one of the best stand-up comics in the world uh he's about my age a little younger i'm gonna say one of the best of all time this recent set is so strong and it's all from the last year and a half 
the most recent uh, hour material he has is incredible it's 55 minutes it's all during covid and he's done this material he's a father of two teenagers he's divorced he doesn't live in a major market he doesn't even live in a minor market he lives three hours north of a smaller market he lives three hours north of minneapolis uh he remains as relevant as any comedian in the world he can follow any comedian. Um, it's not easy to follow him. I can't follow him. He is uh, as fair and down the middle as you can get, despite some of the dipshittery comments I've heard over the past few days about, oh, he's a liberal. He's a liberal. I'm like, that's not, you guys got to get out of the double bubble you're in. Maybe triple down here in South OC. I mean, uh, this guy. He's fair. He's down the middle. He um, he broke down COVID, but mostly our response to it, uh, how our country is so out of whack in our extreme views from both sides. And he talked about uh, remedying that. And he talked about bringing people to the middle like it was a Three Stooges or a uh, Bugs Bunny cartoon where he could just grab two people and slam their heads together and make it work. Um. But so yeah, I've talked to a few people, and I'll get into this in a second. It's just people just writing it off as liberal. Um, when he's not, I mean, the guy hunts, you know, he fishes, <coughs> he lives up in the woods in Minnesota. Part of the problem may be that we still have to go by this concept of countries. I, I don't know how long we can do that. Um, that we're not evolving. Businesses don't know borders. Business doesn't know national borders. They don't care. They're not about American workers. Um, so don't, don't ever think that that's a thing. Only governments kind of are, are um, kind of at the mercy of borders, and even they're kind of not. Uh, so I don't know if it can sustain the whole concept of countries. I don't know. Um, this disease or whatever, um, this pandemic is, is global, doesn't know borders, and ideas and the internet and you know love and music and all these things just just bleed right through the borders they cross them and who knows i don't know how long borders can sustain um because we have so much access to information with um increasing population and technology it's becoming to becoming harder to keep a lid on it to control people with old ways you know um more people with greater access to real information so I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be able to continue to bomb countries um, or are enough civilians here and abroad or techies or non hawks going to be able to have more proof that we don't need to bomb them than there is to bomb them. You know, I feel like that's coming where it's like, you don't need to look, we, we figured out, we figured out a way around that. I'm like, no, 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 we need to, we need to spend this money. Will it get to the point that it's overwhelmingly in the wrong to bomb them. And I'm not just talking about Afghanistan and Iraq. We're bombing several countries, right? Uh, or, or will technology work more in the hands of the Hawks where they can use it to control completely info um, and shape even more the narrative uh, of war, you know, and corporate war, stuff like that. So it's interesting. I don't know. Um, and I'll talk about how this relates to comedy in a second. Chad Daniels is one of my favorites, maybe top two, three 
right now working of all time, possibly maybe to be able to see him that often, that live, that live, that often live, uh, and to know him. I got to meet his daughter, which was good. I'd only ever heard stories over the years and she's great. She's a, uh, junior or senior. And she's looking at Chapman, a school right here in orange County, not South orange County, but North orange County. I don't know why, but, uh, it's a great school. Maybe that's why great private school. Um, Chad is from a small town in northern Minnesota, Redtown. Has a gun or two. Doesn't really drink. He did, but he doesn't really drink. Doesn't smoke. Uh, fishes. Has a cabin. Outdoorsy. Has a beard. Jokes about it. Jokes about uh, white guys in beards. <laughs> and how they're just as scary as brown people in beards that we normally assign terrorism to. Um, so he sounds, Chad sounds like a pretty red guy. And also these red and blue labels are embarrassing, by the way. Um, you know, but when you contain your news source to one outlet, you've done it to yourself, right? You're like, okay, they're bad guys. We're good guys. Make it easy for me. I'm a child. Uh, letting your news source be your entire personality, letting you, letting your pickup truck be your entire personality, your tattoos be your entire personality. Orange County leads the world in pickup trucks with no dirt on them. Like, it's just unbelievable. Um, we're free. You're not free from whoever's selling flags for the back of your truck. You're not free to whoever's selling trucks. You're not free to the car wash guy if you're even getting your, dirty, your truck dirty in the first place. Anyway, Chad plays every market. I've been with him in Oklahoma. I've been with him in Kentucky. Uh, I've been with him in Alabama. Okay. So he's not, he's not this industry darling that plays LA and New York and that's all. And maybe Chicago. Um, he does not pander to the left or the right. You're not going to ever, ever hear him say, give it up for the troops to get an audience going. Um, he has, fr he probably knows more people, more friends that are, uh, soldiers than anybody i know maybe unless they're a soldier themselves um and i'm not saying anything against that but i'm saying how insincere it is when a lot of comics do it for cheap applause give it up for the troops because then they can get applause they can go oh they like me now this audience says now i can go into this material who knows maybe i do it i don't know i don't think i've ever done it um so be leery of that when you hear a comic or anyone just I have a guy that uh, I started comedy with who's a, who's a big doer, doer of that. Um, it's some grab bagging. Beware the loudest people saying that. I'd love to hear what troops think on that one. I can't imagine not wanting to have it be given up for you, though. But I'm sure some realize that a lot of it is false rah-rah. But if someone were like, give it up for Patrick Keene, regardless if they cared about me or not, I'd be like, all right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I don't know. Maybe I focus too much on the negative. I try to focus on the real, uh, but smaller minded people will dismiss, uh, real as negative facts as subjective. We're in that age where we're just, we're calling facts subjective. And it's like, I don't like these facts. Let me change the news. And it's all three of them. Um, so Chad admittedly, admittedly leans left, but, uh, he sees both sides as I do, or as I try to, I don't really discuss, I don't get into it on stage too much. Um, he breaks 
down both extremes and breaks down the middle. And it's amazing. This recent set is, is one of the best stand-up I've ever seen. Uh, it's so mentally freeing, so mentally liberating to have someone give it up to you like that. Um, he says conservatives are better at laughing at themselves than lefties. And he's right. So he makes fun of people for being exclusively left or exclusively right uh, on every issue. Come on. And we're fools. If, if we're just left on every issue or just right on every issue, you're, you're, it's silly. And you're smarter than that. You really are. But I think we get into these social circles, which I'll talk about in a second, with just as low energy and uninterest as I'm doing now. Um, and in the social circle, sometimes it's just easier to just be like, uh, I'm going to shut it down. I'm just going to be quiet or agree. Um, anyway, Chad offered solutions to mend the rift in a great bit where he pretends like he's a waiter at the uh, Red Lobster. And he reads off things on the menu that are offered uh, from the left and from the right that people from the right and the people from the left have to pick at least one item from the other's menu. It's really funny how he, how he creates that moment. Um, I myself don't know if the country and everything socially and all this can be mended. I, I don't. I, I think people are willing to go down with the ship on both sides to such an extreme that uh, they don't care if they're wrong at this point. They just want to be mad. Uh, they want to be mad and they want the news to lead them down this uh, road to glory. You know, these three networks of CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News are so diabolical. They have such a stronghold on us. You know, it's an amusement park, right, that we turn in, tune in to every single day to reaffirm how we already feel with very little information. I mean, if somebody loved you, they'd want to present facts and let you decide. But uh, anybody telling you, you got to feel this is because they're insecure about their message because they know it's not real. A lot of organized religions that way, right? Um, you know, it's like, oh, no, you have to believe this. You have to. It's like, why are you panicking? If it's such a great message, why are you panicking right now that I won't believe? You know, if you're so secure in this, then you should be uh, confident that, uh, you know, confident that I will embrace this message. But it's like, no, no, we have to force it. We have to force it. Okay. And it's all three. Um, I watch of those three I watch very little CNN but that's as close I think that you can get uh, I watch BBC Reuters some PBS um, I mean face the nation and, and meet the press is such a joke that Todd guy with the little goatee is a joke um you know, it's all for cameras, right? So uh, you do that or you just get your independent news sources online. That's it, online. And I don't even know if that one, uh, what's that one show I was watching? Well, I'm not going to come, I'm not going to think of it. Anyway, meanwhile, throughout all this, Rachel Maddow and Ben Shapiro laughing, laughing their asses off from their multi-million dollar homes. Okay. Uh, they don't care about you. You're not learning anything from them. Um, they're probably in an adjacent unit doing this laughing 
And by watching these, this news, you're feeding organisms that you choose to keep alive, right? You've let them grow in your body, and now to keep them alive, you have to keep watching the new, these news stations, these, these three. These sci, they're sci-fi movies, you know, from the 70s uh, about a dystopia and, that have come true. You know, not completely, but they have a, a stranglehold. I've tuned in to not only tell me what I already believe, that's what we're turning, tuning into, but, you know, for you to control my mind, my mood. Control my dependence because it's in your hands. Make me mad or keep me mad. And then at the end of the half hour, make me feel happy and safe. They, they come on mad. They come on dark studios. It's very manipulative. And you watch and you get the story. And then they come out of it like, we'll see you tomorrow. Everything's fine. Well, how come it's fine? It wasn't fine 29 and a half minutes ago. You know, hey, I'm going to tune into these stations because I need something to immediately complain about at the store, at work, social gatherings. I want an easy conversation starter because silence is too much for me. Something real is too much. We need to get that immediate agreement out of the way right away. Um, so, so, so let's have this easy, I don't know, broaching tool that we can use. It's embarrassing. Social circles. Uh, I can't believe the adult peer pressure that exists in both the extremes of Orange County and L.A. I mean, and when I say L.A., I mean Hollywood more. I feel like L.A.'s got more balance, especially than South Orange County. South Orange County is double guard gate. It's very tough to keep it uh, level, you know. And we see both sides. Working at a school, you see both sides. Went to an angel game, no masks, no problem, right? No masks, no problem. Everybody got along, it was fine. Went to a Dodger game, masks are required. Not only masks, they weren't allowing gaiters. You know, the sleeves around your throat that you can pull up over your face. Somehow that cloth is less restrictive and not as good as the masks. You know? Which, whatever. I'll abide by whatever for now. But don't sincerely tell me that a mask is that much different than a gaiter. Like the powers that be won't even give you that, you know. The lack of ear annoyance even has to be taken away. So, um, the brainwash, man, on all sides of it, okay? I'm not just talking, I'm not just going after Fox here. I lived in L.A. the last 20 years. Um, and, you know, I, I watched what CNN and MSNBC and Face the Nation and Meet the Press did to Bernie. Republicans were smart enough to stay out of the way when, when Trump made his rise. Dems were not having that. We're, we're, they're like, we're stopping our top guy. And we're going to go with someone else. Someone who we completely prop up and who may have been dead. Whom he, he may be dead for a few months. I don't know. Anyway, the networks have us fighting over everything um, at top speed for every flavor of the weak issue that comes down the pipe. COVID in Afghanistan right now. Uh, but they've got some in the chamber for when we feel, uh, when they feel like we're, uh, we're not on the hook. Like, let's, these people aren't believing that. Let's give them another one. Uh, I can't believe how real that that um, Kevin Spacey show seems now on Netflix. It just seems so real. The uh, House of Cards, just how every time he was going to lose, he just pulled a bigger scam on the country. Um, 
Look, the language of society is conformity. And eventually most people just give in, right? Give in to the immediate community around them regardless of what's really in their heart or mind. Giving in to fake outrage, anger of something just because people are watching or the camera's on, you know, that fat white pig who was on TV a year or two ago saying, Bernie Sanders makes my skin crawl. What part, what part of what he said and wanted and worked for made your skin crawl? Ending the wars? Getting everyone health care? Helping the homeless? Cutting into the prison industrial complex? Cutting into the military industrial complex? What part of that makes your skin crawl, citizen? Um, she's playing the cameras, right? Not really thinking that people will call you out. And who knows? Even if you get called out, you've got enough of your base saying you're right that uh, your own network won't call you out. So these three are, it's entertainment. And that, it makes c- comedy kind of harder. That's why Comedy Central can't really flourish because the news networks are entertainment now. All right, so anyway, where are we? God, we're 21 minutes in. All right, um, again, one person's opinion. I can't imagine anyone's already made it, made it this far anyway in this episode. Um So yeah, this one person's been. Uh, but don't 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 tell me one's right, ones and the other's not. I mean, L.A. is so blindly like with the masks and and just everybody thinking that CNN is giving you facts and that Fauci doesn't love coming on TV every week and want this to keep going. Um, comics like Chad Daniels address all this. Uh, this past weekend, I still hear like this after the, these shows he did that were incredible that we did. Um, why did he have to get into politics? Well, one, it's not politics. Okay, it's life. Politics falls under the life category, so it's all fair game. And you can only do comedy so long with just jokes, especially as you get more successful. George Carlin, Richard Pryor, um, you know. You can go so long. Brian Regan's done a good job, Seinfeld, of just doing jokes. Some can go only so long before it's like, look, we're digging in. We're digging a little bit and getting real. All right, Chappelle, Rock. You know, comics are up there to talk about life. Okay? Because they don't want to hear it from, I don't know, maybe a rabbi, peace, uh, rabbi, priest, pastor, who's giving them the same thing they've heard over the years. Just regurgitated. Comics will give it to you straight more than that stuck Irish pig Hannity on Fox or that snotty, snide Rachel Maddow on MSNBC. Larry O'Donnell, just so smug. Like, can you believe people believe something different than this? It's so insulting to the rest of us. It's so insulting. The TV they put on, the news. I, I, I wrote a joke about the masked viewer. I don't know if I, did I write that later? The Masked Viewer is a show I wanted to come up with where viewers have to watch American network television wearing masks. It's so shameful. I mean, the mass Singer, Romper Room Programming. TV is so insulting. Having said that, what time are the Reba reruns on tonight? Okay, uh, I'm going off. I'm just trying to get real. I feel like two weeks ago was real, and then last week was kind of fluff, and now it's real. Um 
also my buddy Bonner came to a show this weekend and was like, what, what are you doing, man? He's like, get back to the, um, so some lady was out in the lobby this weekend cause she was like, it's getting too political in there. And I just want to go, then, then, you know what, then come back for Joel McHale. All right. Come back for Dr. Ken next time he's on stage here. All right. Come back for someone who's going to hold your hand through adulthood. Okay. Be an adult. You want your children to grow up, think different things. You're not even grown up, right? What the hell are our troops even overseas for? So you don't have your mind tested once in a while with some different thoughts that hear your words, you double guard gate clown. Children raising children. Our parents had to become adults pretty damn quick. How are some parents and even grandparents nowadays whistleblowing babies, you know? So I don't know. Maybe we need the draft. Um, by the way, Chad is, uh, oh, by the way, yeah, Chad Daniels is mostly talking about hilarious fatherhood stuff on stage. It's not even, he's not even getting political. He's just talking about a couple issues. I think maybe one third of his set was about COVID and, you know, the charge on the Capitol building, which wasn't that a terrorist attack? Like, how is that not seen as a terrorist attack? Our Capitol building, a bunch of white guys in beards. Um... But I do talk to some conservatives, thank God, who are like, yeah, it's a terrorist attack. Those guys should be in jail. I mean, that's treason, right? Thank God. Okay. Um, yeah, but Chad's got some hilarious fatherhood stuff. His sister didn't pass the driving test. Or his daughter didn't pass the driving test. She's 16. She's like, it's so unfair. And he's like, no, it's very fair. It's the most fair thing that'll ever happen to you. Because she ran a red on the way back to the DMV after she had kind of passed. And she ran a red. And she didn't get the pass. And he's like, good. I'm glad you didn't get the pass. So that's what kind of guy was giving you this material. A very noble stand-up guy. You know how many parents would be like, just give it just give it to her. Just like cheat through. Yeah, no. This guy's bona fide, man. Right down the middle. Um, all right, we're at 26 minutes. And don't even try to call out comics for talking about current events and what you deem as politics and what you think is off-limits. Okay? it blend One, it blends in everything else. All right? So yeah activists it's talk about it's about being a human being and nobody nobody is better to talk politics than comedians nobody is better to talk politics than stand-up comics who travel who have to address all kinds right race sex sexual orientation age <coughs> demographic socioeconomics international national uh, small town, big city, different parts of small town, big city, um, different parts of that. You know, let's say you go to Seattle, which you think would be liberal hell. There's a bunch of rich whites that vote Trump. You have to go address them. You have to address some gritty, snotty little hipster crowd in Costa Mesa, you know, that would never ever travel outside LA or New York to do stand up. So you go do these crowds, right? Um, all ages, private, you know, outdoor functions. You see it all, man, traveling. You're in airports constantly, right? Nobody spends more time trying to get sides to come together than comedians, Tra uh, stand-up comedians that travel. I'm not talking about your exclusive L.A. or a New York comedians, which I don't know what an exclusive L.A. comic is. Networks have it easy, right? You just preach to the choir, preach to your crowd. What a dream job. 
Get them mad, make them feel better. Get them mad, make them feel better. <sighs> Can you believe this? Look at this. Look what happened in the news today. Are you kidding me? News that has a demographic? Is there anything scarier? You don't like that? Turn the channel. We've got your news right here. Um, multi-cams. Multi shows with multi-cams, traditional like, studio audience, viewed by a lot of conservatives. Liberals tend to like the single cam stuff. <laughs> All right? So that's why you got to get your entertainment from streaming services, you know, where you can watch your shows, right? Uh, and I'm not talking about celebrities talking politics. I'm talking about comics. I'm talking about Ricky Gervais making fun of celebrities. I'm talking about Chad Daniels making fun of celebrities. You know, what was that show Trey and... Uh, Trey Parker did. Um, I don't know. It was a cartoon that they did where they made fun of celebrities who were talking politics. Um, and it had that song, America, fuck yeah, coming to save the motherfucking day. I forgot that. Whatever that movie was. Um, I think it had in that Stormtroopers or something. I don't know. But that's what it's about. Not celebrities, comics. Comics traveling, man, to Chicago. And you're like, oh, cool, this fun crowd. And then you go two hours south of there, three hours. Um, you know, you go to Peoria, okay? A little more conservative still, you know, touch and go. But then you, then those, those cities are like an island. Then you go deep down towards St. Louis. And you got farmers. You got small towns. You don't think they're voting red? And you got to go play that crowd. You got to go to Joplin, Missouri. You got to go into Arkansas and Oklahoma. I've played those states, right? And you got to do some juggling. I mean, you got to stand behind your stance, whatever it is. So comedians, traveling stand-up comics, those are the guys you want to go to. Uh, men and women, you know, not just hipster audiences that a network loves them. Comedy Central darlings. All right, got to get away from these networks, man. Get back to the... Uh, campsite get back to the um campfire chats uh, all right that's it boring sorry um but it was a great weekend look for chad daniels and check him out and at first i don't know maybe you think he's too abrasive maybe i've known him too long and i'm biased but he's one of the best and uh he's hilarious and just think think don't just don't just throw this shit in like your predisposed category of what's red and blue and liberal conservative man independent right independent um yeah if i were to run for office look i lean left but if i were to run for presidency i'd even tell the, the americans i'd be like look i lean left but i'm gonna run as this just because since we all kind of get the lie i'm gonna go with it too i would go i'm i'd lean left but i would i would say like uh okay uh socially liberal fiscally we're going to be conservative um no wars you know unless i mean if somebody attacks us yeah if it's a threat of course no wars um pro choice most likely you know and just try to go right down the line on some of this stuff so one person's opinion Nobody else's doesn't reflect my employer or any club that employs me. 
But uh, thanks for listening. Keen on Things podcast. I am not on drugs right now. I'm just wiped out already um, from a weekend of shows and then two full days at work. Uh, And this is coming at you Tuesday evening, August 31st. Have a great night. Have a great September. Hit me up and tell me I sent you. (laughs) Keen on Things podcast. Keen of comedy. And uh, I will hopefully be at the Irvine Improv in October. And uh, thank God to live in a country where I can spout off my idiotic opinions. All right. I love you. Cheers. Cheers.